When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back in to another episode of the Garnet Trust Hour, 107.5 The Game. I am Wes Mitchell, joined now by Luke Doty. His second appearance in the radio studio, I think. We've done actually several of these, uh, some of them over Zoom, a couple of them in the radio studio. Luke, glad to have you back, man. How you been doing? Awesome, man. Awesome. Ready for the season to get started. It is almost here, man. We were just talking off air. Hard to believe this is like you just completed preseason camp. Number four, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the Number official four. count? Number four is the official count, yeah. How uh, how does that feel, man, to just think back <laughs> at, at how fast this thing has kind of flown by for mm-hmm. you? I mean, it is surreal, um, you know, just going into fourth camp, uh, fourth season as a Gamecock, um, just looking back on, you know, all the memories, all the, you know, the good times, the bad times. Uh, just looking back on all of it, you know, it, it does, you know, it gives me chills just – you know, being in the position that I'm in and being able to do the things that I've done here, um, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, it can be taken away from you at any time. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to still, you know, be playing and um, doing everything I can to, you know, help us get some big wins and uh, just do my part to, to be the best teammate that I can. Um, and luckily I have, you know, a, a couple more, couple more, you know, in, in the chamber for me. So, uh, that's exciting, you know, obviously looking into the future. But, uh, you know, right now just focused on, you know, the next next week, week and a half until uh, we're up in Charlotte. Yeah, just just over a week, man. It, it'll be here before you know it. Y'all will be making that pretty quick drive up to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also talking – you're an old <laughs> head now, man. You, DK, there's mm-hmm. some guys that um, – I mean, y'all have been here for, for some ups, some downs, yeah. everything in between, coaching changes, uh, going through COVID season, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I mean, you've already you've always kind of attacked it. I feel like like a natural leader, even when you were a young guy. But mm-hmm. um, do you lean into that a little bit more now that you've been through everything you've been through to kind right. of kind of <clears throat> lean on these freshmen, these guys mm-hmm. that are going through some things for the first time that are things you've been through multiple times right. now? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we and we talk about it all the time. Coach Beamer, uh, I'm sure, has said it. Um, but a lot of these, you know, we, we're going to have to rely on a lot of these freshmen, obviously, because um, you know, we, we, we've got some young guys that have a lot of promise, a lot of potential. Um, so I, I think it just goes back to not only being, you know, the leader that, that I am and, and leaning on, you know, the, the other guys around me, but also bringing those freshmen along, some of those younger guys that, you know, at some point in the season, we're going to have to count on them. Um, if you look back, you know, best examples, um, Nick E, Nick mm-hmm. Emanwari and, uh, DQ Smith, you know, some of our guys go down last year in the first couple games. Those guys have to come in. They were true freshmen, and, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you see the impact that they had, um, and they're going to have even more impact this year because they're damn good players. Um, and, and that's just kind of the, the message to those younger guys that, um, you know, you never know when, when your number's going to get called, but when it does get called, you better be ready. And, you know, we've seen a lot of, a lot of growth from those guys um, you know, some that enrolled early in the spring, um, and then obviously some that came over the summer. Uh, I think they've come a long way, and 
a lot of them had a really good camp. Um, you know, obviously some of the freshman wide receivers and freshman DBs. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we're, we're going to have to, you know, rely on those guys at some point this season. Um, and, you know, we feel confident that they're going to come through for us. College football has always been a game of turnover in, as far as your roster goes. You know, mm-hmm. guys graduate, guys move on. Then you have traditionally it's all right. You got about 25 freshmen, maybe a JUCO guy here or there. Right. For the most part, that was kind of it. Nowadays, you've got your freshmen, you got transfers out, you mm-hmm. got transfers in. There are more newcomers than really ever just right. throughout college football. How important is it, uh, especially for the guys that have been around like yourself, mm-hmm. to kind of try and bring everybody together, um, you know, kind of preach the things Beamer has been trying to preach to you guys for the mm-hmm. last few years, but kind of just get everybody on the same page with right. what y'all want the program to be about internally. I think it really starts um, in our in our training uh, mm-hmm. over the summer in the wintertime. Um, we go through some hard stuff. Coach Day, you know, puts together a good plan for us. I mean, he, he told us, and, and Coach Beamer said the same thing, this was definitely our hardest offseason summer um, that, you know, he's ever, Coach, Coach Day's ever put a team through and um, honestly that I've ever been a part of. Um, and, and I think that's kind of where it starts. Um, you know, guys come in, whether it be from high school or, or another school, um, obviously they're not used to the, the stuff that we do, the grind that we go through on a daily basis. So, I think it really starts there, um, just in the the situations and the experiences that we're put through um, on a daily, like I said, on a daily basis in training, um, that that really bring us closer together. Um, you know, not only as you know a position group, a unit, um, but as a team, because you know we we did a a thing the the last workout of of the summer, and it, it was a big team event, um, lasts about three three and a half hours. And it was just, you know, everybody coming alongside each other, um, helping each other out, you know, through whatever it was we were doing um, and, and really just building the bond that, you know, w- whenever we get out there on the field, no matter who's out there, you've been through the experiences and stuff that strength, like I said, strengthen that bond. And, yeah. you know, that the guy next to you was going through the same thing you were going through and you made it through together. And you lean on one another, you trust one another, and I think that ultimately builds up, um, you know, to the success that you know we've had and we're going to have um, out there on on Saturday. So um, it's you know, like I said, it's a grind, and you know, not it's not not made for everybody, but um, you know, I, I think that you know, once once you get through it, you know, get to the other side of it, um, you're a lot closer than you know ever before. Yeah, uh, similarly, y'all just kind of got through to the other side of preseason camp. Mm-hmm. You get to start to turn your attention to actual opponents, which I'm sure right. is always a welcome thing. But do you kind of have to go into preseason with that same mindset? Like, all right, I got to kind of just, I guess, put on blinders mm-hmm. as far as everything else. Just get through this sort of month and um, and kind of just survive, basically. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't I don't think survive's the, the best <laughs> word for it, but... I think what we talk about, um, and we, we got a lot, we have a lot of guest speakers come through, um, mm-hmm. you know, during training camp and, um, you know, we get to have dialogue with, with those people. But, um, uh, one of the things that really stuck out to me was, um, it was a, uh, I'm sure everybody's heard it before. It's not like I have to, it's like get to. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, that really hit home for me. Cause it, you know, at, at points there is like 
man, I just got to get, I got to get through today. Once I get through today, like it'll be, you know, we can kind of coast a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think once you, you know, change your mindset from the, oh man, I, I, I have to do this and to the, I get to do it. Cause like I said, not everybody gets to do it. You know, not everybody gets to put on the, you know, the helmet, the block C um, and, and go out there on, at, on Williams Bryce every Saturday. Um, so it's, it's special. And, you know, I, I think it goes back to the culture that, that we've built and obviously the older guys kind of pushing that on to the younger guys that, um, you know, it, it can be taken away from you. I mean, I'm living proof that, that it can be taken away from you in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and that, that goes for, you know, I'm sure a lot of the other guys that, you know, that we have, but, um, yeah, just kind of trying to instill that, that same mindset to the younger guys and, and really show them that, you know, it, it is a privilege. So take full advantage of every opportunity that you're given, you know, on a daily basis, whether it be like, oh man, I got to go to this special teams meeting or I got to sit through two hours of position meetings. It's more like, you know, what, what else would you rather be doing? You know, mm-hmm. it's, and once, like I said, once it's gone, you're like, man, I, I miss, I miss doing this. I miss doing that. So I think just, you know, kind of, kind of teaching, teaching those younger guys that, you know, it is, it is a privilege. It's, it's not a right to, you know, to go in here and do the things we do, but, you know, we get to do it and, um, you know, just do it to the best of your ability. Coach Beamer spoke this week, a weekly press conference. Uh, he'll do one of those every week uh, now throughout the season. He was talking about how this is kind of y'all's mock game week. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he was explaining to everybody how that basically means we're going to do everything we can almost as carbon copy as close as possible right. to a real game week so that next week everybody kind of has mm-hmm. the, the routine down. Yep. So from a player's <clears throat> perspective, and, and you've done this before, obviously, but um, w- what is this week like? Yeah. And uh, does it give you just that little mental kind of check in the boxes? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm no exactly where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing right. every step of the way next yeah. week. Yeah, for sure. And it's, we're still technically in training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, we haven't start started classes yet, but um, yeah, this this week is kind of um, like you said, it's, it's a carbon copy of what next week will be when when we actually have you know an opponent coming up mm-hmm. for Saturday. So um, the week really started on on Sunday. Um, we'll come in, have meetings, um, usually go out and practice, um, and then by the end of the evening, we're off. And then Monday is completely off, so we get you know time to recover. Um, come into the facility, do treatment, work out, um, really whatever your routine is, that's what this week is for. It's just, and if you don't have a routine, try to figure one out. And so when it, when it gets to next week, it's not a surprise to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just give you an example. My Monday is usually, it usually starts around, um, nine o'clock. I go in, I get a lift in, um, do treatment. I go watch film for about two hours. Um, and then, you know, eat some lunch and then I'm done for the day. I might come back in the afternoon, watch some more film or watch it on my iPad. You know, if, uh, like I said, we don't have class this week, so obviously we had more time, but once classes and stuff are, is over, um, you know, get the, get the downtime. Cause you know, we, we don't have a lot of it. Um, so Monday is really just for, um, your body to recover and just to get your mind right for the rest of the week. Uh, Tuesday's more of a, a heavier day as far as practice goes. Um, <clears throat> definitely a, the longest day that we're going to have, um, you know, practice is about two and a half hours. 
um, you know, team run, a lot of team periods, scout, uh, just just stuff to to really set the. It's kind of a, a tone setter for the week. Right. Um, so that's when you know we we kind of install all of our base stuff, um, stuff that we think is is going to work well for the you know the the upcoming game. Um, Wednesday, kind of this about the same. Um, you know, maybe a a little bit lighter than Tuesday, but still really intense practice. And then we'll come back in the evenings, do meetings in a lift, um, and then eat dinner, and then we're done for the night. Thursdays, uh, a little lighter than the the Tuesday Wednesday practices. Um, and you know, it, it's not not a walkthrough by any means. Um, we're still going full speed in everything we do, but. Um, you know, it, it is cut a little cut down just a little bit, um, obviously, because the game's getting closer and, um, you know, we want to want to take care of our bodies, you know, as best we can. Um, but like I said, still still getting after it, still full speed, everything we do um, Friday, uh, depending on what time we play, where we have to go, um, if it's away or home, um, we usually, you know, get the mornings off come in in the afternoon, um, you know, have lunch, have some meetings. We'll have a walkthrough tempo kind of practice. Um, pretty light, but not not necessarily just, you know, kind of lackadaisical. It's, right. it's very locked in, structured, focused on, um, you know, the final game plan and, and things that, um, you know, we're going to carry over into, into Saturday and then hop on a plane, hop on the bus, you know, fly to wherever, or we'll go to the hotel um, here in Columbia, if you know it's it's a home game, <clears throat> and then we'll have you know dinner, meetings, all that stuff, um, and then obviously Saturday is is game time. Um, so that's that's kind of like our our game week. Obviously, we don't have anything you know coming up this Saturday, but um, we'll we'll do the exact same thing. You know, tomorrow, Thursday, uh, Friday, we'll have a, a situational practice um, just to kind of get you know, a, a feeling for any and all situations and, and things that could go down in a game. Um, so everybody's on the same page with, you know, what, what the calls are going to be, how we're going to handle this, that, whatever it might be. Um, and just, like I said, it, it's really, really a good thing for guys that, you know, some of the younger guys that haven't been right. through a full um, college, you know, practice week, game week, um, just kind of for them to to get it under their belt and really find a routine that works for them, um, so that they can carry it over, uh, you know, and have success next week. We're hanging out with Luke <clears throat> Doty in studio, Garnet Trust Hour. Got to take a quick break, but before we do, going to tell you about my friend Kendall Walsh. Give her a call, shoot her a text, eight zero three four one four three five nine zero. If you're in the market for a new home, you're going to need somebody who can walk you through this home buying process. The uh, the housing market. A little bit crazy, lack of supply, interest rates are high. You need somebody who has been there and can help you. Give her a follow on Instagram. That is at work with Walsh. Again, phone number 803-414-3590. When I needed to buy a house, uh, me and my wife turned to Kendall. She helped us through the entire process. She can do the exact same with you. Again, Kendall Walsh, 803-414-3590. We will be right back. Garnet Trust Hour in studio with Luke Doty. It's the Garnet Trust Hour on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. All right, welcome back in segment number two. Luke Doty in studio. Garnet Trust Hour, 107.5 The Game. Luke, we were talking about a mock game week this week for you all. Next week, a real game week. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm always a little bit amazed at how quick the turnaround is. Like you guys spend all off season training. Uh, you know, you got the 14 practices plus the spring game in the spring. Um, all the data that is gathered and all the mm-hmm. analytics. But then <clears throat> you play the game Saturday. You guys, I know, have sort of a review of what happened Saturday mm-hmm. on Sunday. You have Monday off, and then you really just have a, a quick just turnaround, mm-hmm. and it's like we got to get ready for the next team. Yeah. you got to correct, but you got to move <clears throat> on. Mm-hmm. Um, how quick is that turnaround when you're kind of living in it, when you got to kind of just flush what just happened yeah. and go ahead and start to get ready for a, what is sometimes an opponent that might have a completely different <laughs> yeah. scheme on offense, defense, and special teams? Mm-hmm. I think it uh... – me personally, I know this, this this probably goes for a lot of other guys, but I try to live by the the twenty four hour rule. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just process whatever happened, you know, in in the game on Saturday. Um, celebrate it, you know, what whatever happens happens. Um, and obviously Sunday is for corrections. Watch the tape, um, and then as as soon as Sunday's over, it's wiped clean from the from the slate from memory just everything is out and then uh i think it goes back preparation really starts um it pretty much starts on sunday because we will introduce some of the you know the stuff that the the next opponent does on offense defense special teams we will introduce that some um just to kind of get us thinking about it um but i I really think that's where monday kind of comes into play um, obviously because you have so much time off, there's not, you know, practice or any scheduled meetings or anything, but that's really a time for, for us to get in the film room, get educated on, you know, who we're playing, what their scheme is, um, you know, what they like to do on offense, defense, and special teams. Um, obviously the coaches are there all day, so um, it's a good time to, you know, meet with your position coach, meet with, you know, Coach Limbo about special teams. Um, whatever your role is for the next week, um, just kind of dialing in on that. So when Tuesday comes, you're not surprised by any of the, you know, the install. Um, you know, you, you kind of already have an idea of, you know, you get the, obviously for offense, you know, we get the 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 call, the early call sheet and, and all the stuff that we're putting in. Um, you kind of already have an idea of, all right, I, I understand why we're going to run this because the defense does this. And it just it makes a lot more sense when you're when you come in prepared, um, you know, on Tuesday, and because you've already done you know a, a day or two worth of study on the opponent. So it is a quick turnaround, but I think if um, you have the right mindset about it, you have the right process, you know, and, and everybody's process is different. But um, if you go about it the right way, nothing should s- surprise you, and and mm-hmm. you should already have. Um, you know, a, a good understanding of, you know, what, what we're going to be up against um, as far as, you know, who the opponent is, what they like to do. Uh, it also goes back to our, our coaches. They put together an unbelievable game plan um, every single week, and, and they work their asses off for us. So, um, you know, creds to them because they, that's, that's their life, and, and they do a, a really good job of, you know, helping us, you know, understand what's going on. Um, and putting us in positions to go make plays. So, obviously, week one, North Carolina, an opponent that, uh, you know, you guys are are fairly familiar with, Mm -hmm. but there's been a lot of turnover for both teams since you two faced each other in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl a couple years ago in the Mm -hmm. bowl game. 
And uh, but but obviously, man, a, a talented bunch. It's kind right. of a, a I think a, a nice little early test for for y'all. A nice little early test. I'm sure they're saying for them as well. So, right. um, what what have you just noticed so far? You know, without kind of giving anything mm -hmm. away, what have you kind of noticed about what y'all are up against uh, in Charlotte with North yeah. Carolina? I think they're a good team. You know, they got some good players. Um, you know, they they fly around to the ball. Um, you know, and they, they've got some guys that you know are very consistent for them. Um, so I, I like you said, I think it will be a uh, you know a, a good matchup for Week One. Um, kind of a, a another tone setter for the season, um, obviously because they are a good team. Um, you know, but we're a good team as well. So. I think everybody's kind of going into it with, you know, a chip on their shoulder just, you know, as far as, um, you know, how last season ended. Um, you know, every, everybody's looking to, you know, get out there and go against somebody that's not, you know, your teammate because mm -hmm. obviously we've been in training camp all all month and, you know, we've, we've got another week or so. But I think everybody's eager to get out there and, you know, really show the nation, you know, show show the fans, you know, what, what we can do and, and you know, kind of – Kind of give them a preview for for what the rest of the season is going to look like. Fans are excited about game day mm -hmm. being there. Um, I know that has no effect on the <laughs> field at all. Yeah. But do you guys? I mean, I know y'all have social media. You see what's out there. Yeah. Do uh, I mean, do you care at all that game day is there? Is it like okay, that's that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. We got the spotlight at least. Right. Do y'all do y'all pay attention to that stuff? Uh, at least now, I know on game yeah. day, it's probably the last thing from your mind. I think when it when it got announced, I think everybody was kind of like, oh, that's cool. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, we're not, we're not so much focused on, um, you know, game day and everybody being there, although it will be, you know, a great time, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of like, wasn't game day at the Tennessee game last uh, season? Oh, what a, no, I don't no, know. No, SEC, uh, SEC, 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 SEC network. Nation. It was SEC. Yeah, they're at one of them. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the I think it's kind of yeah. like that. I think, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even remember you know who was covering it who was there right but yeah i think that that just kind of goes back to what you said earlier about you know just having blinders on mm -hmm. um and you know only focusing on the task at hand you yeah. know and um like i said obviously it's it's you know a great honor they're they're coming down to you know cover us but you know we got a job to do um mm -hmm. and our job's to go in there and, and beat north carolina so yeah <clears throat> yeah i think it it just kind of speaks to uh the quality of game, mm -hmm. I think, two no two good opponents, week one, ACC versus SEC, but ultimately it's going to come down to you know who executes, mm -hmm. who goes out and, and plays on the field. No doubt. Um, so you guys just finished your second scrimmage. Mm -hmm. Both those are obviously kind of closed off to to the media, public, everybody, right. um, but still very important for you all as mm -hmm. as far as getting those important reps, um, letting some of the young guys get out there for and sure. just kind of play at Williams Bryce Stadium. Um, some of them haven't mm -hmm. yet until until those scrimmages. So, um, how did you just feel about the overall um, quality of the scrimmage right. on both sides? Uh, you know, both scrimmages, I mm -hmm. guess. I thought both scrimmages went very well. Um, obviously, offensively, um, you know, we we felt really good about where we are um, coming out of the second scrimmage. Um, obviously, coming out of the first, we felt really good, but I think coming out of the second, um, you know, we kind of have a feel for. Um, you know, what we're really good at, what we got to get better at. Um, obviously, there's, you know, stuff that needs corrected, but um, we feel really good about it. And, you know, I, I think that was that was kind of the message that D'Lo and the rest of the offensive staff, you know, gave us was like, you know, we're, we're going to be really good. And, you know, we, we've got a lot of talented players um, that, you know, we're going to count on going into the season um, and going back to the younger guys who need some of them to, 
to step up and and come along too because we're going to need everybody you know if we want to get to where we're where we're looking to go this season so um like you said it is it's also a great opportunity for some of those young guys because um the reason we do those scrimmages in the stadium is because it kind of it's a different atmosphere than you know over there at, at the the practice facility on the you know the practice fields or in the indoor um there's kind of a different vibe you know it's it's special going in there and you know not everybody gets to do it so mm-hmm. i think it, the the intensity gets turned up a little bit um and you know coach beamer and all all the coaches like to see who rises to the occasion you know and and who kind of backs down from it um you know when when the lights are on and um obviously we like you said we don't have fans or anything but still it's you're you're playing in a in a environment that's you know in a, in a couple of weeks is going to be filled with 80,000 people mm-hmm. um so I, I think it is cool to see uh, you know some of those younger guys get out there and and really show what they can do um you know in those kinds of scrimmages because you know it's a great opportunity for them to you know kind of showcase and show the coaches that you know hey I'm I'm ready to play at this level and you know I'll do whatever whatever y'all need me to do hanging out with Luke Doty in studio Garnet Trust Hour 107.5 The Game Got to take a quick break. We'll be right back uh, with Luke. Uh, stay right there. It's the Garnet Trust Hour on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. All right, segment number th- uh, three, Garnet Trust Hour. Luke Doty, Wes Mitchell here, 107.5 The Game. Luke, we are talking about some of those young guys getting their first reps at Williams-Price Stadium the last couple of weeks. And um, obviously, you talked about it. Coach Beamer's talked about it. He said, like, Hey man, we're playing freshmen mm-hmm. in like every every position. Um, you know, except maybe quarterback. There, <laughs> there's gonna be a freshman right. out there at least in the rotation. Right. I know special teams. You got to kind of fill in that depth chart mm-hmm. with freshmen as well. Um, the fans, I'm sure, want to hear about Nicholas Harbor. Mm-hmm. Have uh, Have you raced him yet? Have you challenged no, him? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not even. Don't I'm not that. even. I'm not even going to attempt to do that because I know he would he would smoke me. <laughs> I'll leave that up to AB and and Xavier. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna back You're off of about, that one. Out of that yeah, one. for uh, sure. Been, been a lot of yeah. That that has been a, a fun little side discussion about mm-hmm. who's the fastest and who can keep up with right. Nick and all that stuff. But but what have you seen from you know from those various freshmen? Yeah. Uh, you can talk individuals or you can talk just as a group. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like just a very talented no group doubt. of guys, whether it's, hey, you're going to play game one or whether it's, you know, hang in there, you're going to get mm-hmm. your shot. And like you talked about earlier with the, with Nick E and, and yeah. DQ last year, you, would, you wouldn't have known, hey, a starting safety is going to get hurt mm-hmm. and then another guy, you know, this time last year, you would have had no, no idea those guys were going to have to play right. pretty much every meaningful snap on defense. Right. Yeah, they, um, you know, obviously offensively, um, you know, Nick Harbor, he's been, mm-hmm. you know, a, a great target for us. Obviously, he's a big guy. Um, he can run well. He can catch the ball. Uh, pretty much do any, anything we need him to do. Um, so we, we were really excited, you know, when, when he got, you know, put the pads on and able to get out there because he's, you know, the biggest guy out there. So um, obviously that's an advantage for us, just having a guy like that that, uh, you know, is not only not only is, you know, has the physical stature and, you know, size, but he also is very willing to learn, willing to make mistakes and mm-hmm. uh, put himself out there, you know, to to give himself the opportunity to grow. Um, you know, we talk about, um, and that goes for all the freshmen. I mean, you talk about Tyshawn Russell, um, Elijah Caldwell, 
I mean, those guys, those guys have come a long way since, uh, you know, the, the spring and then uh, pretty sure Tyshawn enrolled in the summer. But, um, you know, th- those guys have, have made a lot of progress, you know, just in the obviously the couple months we had training and then um, the past couple weeks we've been in, in camp. Um, those guys have made a lot of progress uh, for us and, and show a lot of promise that, you know, if we, we got to put them in the game that, you know, they're they're going to go execute and do what we ask them to do. Um, but I think that goes for um, the other side of the ball as well. I mean, Judge Collier, um, Kilgore, uh, mm-hmm. Vercari, uh, Swain. I mean, th- those guys have been, you know, those guys have been very consistent in everything that they do. Um, you know, they, they work hard. They put their heads down and just, you know, they just get after it. Um, obviously, the, the some of the freshman offensive line have made a lot of progress, um, you know, just getting in there and getting a feel for, you know, the – playing the game at, at the collegiate level because their their job's, you know, probably one of the hardest on the field, um, obviously, because their picture changes all the time. They're seeing different stuff, and, and they got to handle, you know, 300, 400-pound guys you know, every snap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think they've made a lot of progress as well, just, um, you know, learning the system, learning the game, um, and just they've continuously all, – all, and I'll say this for all the freshmen, they've continuously gotten better – um, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams, um, we see flashes of you know at least all of them every single day, um, and it's it's exciting for us, and I know it's exciting for the coaches to see that um, you know in a year or two, and maybe even this season, that you know we're gonna have to put one of those guys out there, and you know they're gonna go perform. I don't know how much you really concern yourself with this, but Coach Beamer has said several off seasons he's made the point to say. Every other sport, we have like preseason games, mm-hmm. high school football. You have yeah. the big jamboree. Yep. Um, NFL, you got joint practices mm-hmm. now, so you can say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna rep whatever we want to rep. We can work on this against mm-hmm. a real opponent." Um, how helpful do you think it would be, uh, particularly for those freshmen, yeah. for young guys, to just even if it was a joint practice mm-hmm. and like a controlled <clears throat> situation as right. opposed to a real preseason game. How beneficial would that be in college football for young players? It seems like a no-brainer almost. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think it would be awesome. Um, and like you said, Coach Beamer talks about it all the time and, and mentioned it, um, you know, during during training camp when it got closer to um, the two scrimmages that we had. Obviously, we can't play, you know, we can't go scrimmage Walford. We can't mm. practice with, um, you know, Coastal Carolina. But um, – you know, I, I think that would be awesome, you know, just because um, it's one thing to to practice against one another. Um, and it's a completely different thing once it's a live situation, even when it is against, you know, your own guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a completely di- the game's completely different. Um, you got to think on the fly, whereas like practice, you know, you, you script a lot of things and you have things that you want to get done. But you know, you get in a game, you have to know everything cold. You have to know everything, you know, as it comes off. Um, so I and I think having the opportunity to play more, you know, in that style, um, you know, against, you know, other, like I said, uh, maybe a Walford, a Coastal, whoever it might be, um, you know, just just being able to do that and, and put guys out there in a in a situation that not not necessarily practice, but um, you're going against guys and, and other defenses, not just our own. Um, I feel like that allows for a lot of a lot of growth and 
um, obviously for us to, you know, kind of evaluate guys on a different level because, um, you know, you get some guys in practice that, you know, maybe are one thing, but you put them in a game and it's, you know, night and day. Um, so I, I think it kind of, it would, it would definitely benefit all parties for sure. How much do maybe, you know, a guy's tendency because like a DB, you mm -hmm. maybe know his tendency or maybe he knows your tendency, right? He kind of knows maybe what y'all staple plays are right. just like, you know, the coverages <clears throat> they're running. Yes. I mean, I know you, you don't really want to like quote, like cheat it, but yes. just it's human nature. I feel like, Oh, I know what he's mm -hmm. going to do. Or I know, I know where I can fit this ball. Yep. Um, I feel like a joint practice or a scrimmage against an opponent maybe kind of resets you it a little bit. It evens the playing field a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you get, we get out there and, I mean, we've been playing, you know, against uh, Coach White and, and all them for uh, two years, three years now, yeah, I guess. It's human nature. Um, you know, so obviously, you know, I, I, I was here when, you know, when they first got here and, um, you know, just getting more and more reps against them. Um, and them against us, you know, we kind of – we don't game plan, you know, we don't game plan practice. But mm -hmm. um, you kind of know when, you know, they line up in this formation, they – or when we line up in one formation, they're going to show us one picture. Or, you know, for them, we're going to line up in, in one thing. They're going to – that you know, they know that, you know, we might come at them with this or that, you know, whatever it might be. But I agree. I think, you know, show, it kind of levels the playing field when it's mm -hmm. somebody else that – um, you know, you haven't been playing against this. It, it almost makes it like a Saturday, you right. know, in the SEC where, um, <clears throat> you know, you're seeing a different picture every single week. So you got to adapt and um, really be able to think on the fly when, uh, when, when a different picture is shown in front of you rather than like the same one that you've been seeing, you know, over the last couple weeks. Yeah, it kind of evens it out. I've, mm -hmm. I've even thought, man, if you just made the spring game, like may, maybe people don't want to play other opponents right before mm -hmm. the regular season, but if you had the spring game, like you said, against Coastal mm -hmm. or Wofford, especially if neither of those teams were like on the schedule for three right. or four years, right? You can do fans would buy tickets. Oh to yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, so, I saw women's soccer. They they play a couple of spring. Yeah, um, they do spring, exhibition yeah. games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. good for everybody. <laughs> right, I think so. No doubt. Um, Anyway, all right, we'll get back into uh, this season in South Carolina and North Carolina and this offense. We come back. This is the Garnet Trust Hour. We've got to take a quick break. He is Luke Doty. I'm Wes Mitchell. You're listening to 107.5. It's the Garnet Trust Hour on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5. The game. All right, welcome back in. Garnet Trust Hour, 107.5. The game. Closing it out here in studio with Luke Doty. Luke, what, what do you call yourself uh, as far as – Junior, redshirt junior. See, what what are you a fit? Do you even know what you are officially? Uh, let's because see. You, you have all right because you have <laughs> you had the COVID year in there, yep. and it's like all right. Do you do you count the COVID year? Do you not count the? <laughs> yeah. do, do you know? Do you know what your Gamecocks online official bio? I'll put you on the spot, man. I don't um, know. I don't know either. I didn't do any I research. Know I'm a, I I am a senior in school. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got one more semester until I graduate. Okay. Um, As in like this semester? This semester, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll graduate in, uh, in December. Um, so. Congrats, by the way. Right, right around the corner. Uh, you, you don't, you don't even I would have any idea. It's either redshirt junior <laughs> or redshirt senior. I, I want to say, I want to say redshirt junior, but. That is your official okay. listing. Okay. 
might need shirt. to they might need to go in there and add like red shirt COVID junior. Yes, <laughs> yes, because you um, you technically shouldn't be doing this on the fly. You you technically have three years, yeah, including this one. Yes, including this one. I'll have so I'll two have more two after, more this, after one. this. Yes. Um, yep. Look at look at that guy. Um, yeah, I know it's. <laughs> It's a lot of hair. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> hair on your, your picture on if here, If you man. go back and uh, you'd probably, I mean, I don't know if you can do it on that, but if you look through, like, the roster pictures, like, through <laughs> the past four years, it's like a different person coming yeah. up every single time. Young, young It's Luke. hilarious. Um, I still have that picture of you from, like, eighth grade. <laughs> the, uh, in, uh, bash at the Bash at the Beach yeah. or Bash at oh, yeah. something camp. I got brace face and, <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. Yeah, long time That's ago, awesome. man. Long hair. It's awesome. Oh yeah, that's um, hilarious. So, uh, you're uh, you're we we're talking off air. Your your brothers at Carolina now yep. got the got the whole fam uh, mm-hmm. here. Everybody's excited about that. I'm Everybody's sure. Everybody's good. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Um, so, not I mean redshirt junior as we said. Uh, you're a veteran now going mm-hmm. into this season. What uh, what have been the goals for you, just personally? Has there been anything you wanted to focus on as you kind of went into to training camp yeah. and went into this offseason that you said, these are the areas of my game I really just want to hone in on and get right. better? I think the the main thing was, um, you know, obviously taking care of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try to put I, – I go into practice every single day with the mindset of, um, you know, taking care of the ball, um, making clean decisions. Um, if something's not there – um, you know, either progress or, you know, find something that is, um, whether that be with another throw with my feet, um, you know, just, just those areas of the game that um, I, I think I could obviously progress in, um, just taking care of the ball and in, in, in every, whether I'm throwing it, running it, uh, whatever it might be, just making sure that, you know, the ball doesn't get into the other, other team's hands. Um, that's something that, you know, I, I try to focus on every single day. Um, and then, you know, uh, on a more, I guess, broad spectrum, um, just be the best teammate that I can be, um, you know, help, help out, you know, maybe some of the young guys, um, help seven out as much as I can. Um, obviously, cause you know, I want to see him succeed. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I want to, want to be able to obviously uh, push him in practice and, um, he pushes me every single day, but, and we have a, a great relationship. Um, you know, just being able to, to go through those things with him um, so that, you know, when, when he gets out on the field, um, you know, he's got all the tools in his toolbox um, and, and he's going to, I know for a fact, he's going to, you know, get us in the right look, get us, you know, to something that we can get the ball in playmakers' hands. Um, so I think that and um, just finding, you know, any way to, to help the team, whether that be, um, you know, taking reps at, at quarterback, special teams, whatever it may be, and obviously that hadn't come up yet. But um, whatever, whatever I'm asked to do, um, you know, I, I'm going to do it. So you uh, you talked a little bit earlier about the offense and, and everybody kind of getting um, acclimated to this new scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, how how has that part now that we're you know a week and a half from from game one? Yeah as everybody kind of <clears throat> settled into this new scheme and just the way uh, I'm sure every coach is a little bit different as mm-hmm. far as how they want things done right. uh, with coach Loggins. Um, do you feel like everybody is kind of on the same page at this point? Yeah, I think um, if, 
take it back to, you know, spring practice and, and stuff like that. Um, obviously, that was when everybody is, you know, kind of learning the offense, um, getting the base schemes and, and concepts down. Um, and then we went into the summer, and I think everybody had a really, really, really good feel for, um, you know, what was what, what, what we were going to be, mm-hmm. uh, if that makes sense. And then we worked, I mean, we worked every day all summer, whether it be in the meeting room, um, out on the practice field, you know, going against our own defense or – really just on air running the stuff that, you know, we're, we're really good at. Um, I think it started there because when we got into, we got into camp, um, we, we were miles ahead than I, mm. I think we've ever been. And I, I think that goes back to um, the plan that Coach Beamer, Coach Day, and, and D'Lo put together for us over the summer um, to get us ready for training camp. Because, like I said, when we, we got into it, we were already, um, you know, we were – we were doing stuff on a higher level than ever before. Mm-hmm. And it was very efficient. Everybody knew, you know, their jobs, their responsibilities. Um, so it was just a very, very easy process. Um, obviously, like I said, spring ball, kind of learning everything. But um, going into fall camp, everybody had a, a great grasp of the offense and just um, knowing what to do. Um, obviously, you know, the stuff that needs to be corrected, but – you know, as as far as playing fast, um, you know, not not necessarily tempo or anything, but just playing fast mentally and being able to process all the stuff that's you know being you know called on the field. Um, I, I think we really took a big step, and it's going to help us out, you know, down the road. Final thing I got for you, Luke. You mentioned you personally wanting to avoid turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Beamer, like he for for much of the off season and leading into SEC media days publicly. He like it was like that was his yeah. number one. I mean, it was like this is what keeps him up at night. Mm-hmm. Was wanting for the team to be able to cut down no on turnovers going into this no year, doubt. um, and just kind of, I, I think that part like has bothered him. It just really felt yeah. like that was a, a big deal Me to too. him. Um, <laughs> how, how much have you guys heard about that? Yeah. Like all off season, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, it gets preached to us the same way, you know, I, I'm sure he preaches it to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we hear it pretty much every day we get in the team meeting and, um, you know, obviously the, you know, if we have turnovers at practices, it gets shown on the board and, um, the count gets put up there. Um, but I will say we, we've done a really good job of, you know, making sure the ball doesn't get in the other team's hands. Um, I think we cut down on the number of turnovers in a practice, um, by like over half, wow. which is, you know, night and day compared to what we were doing. Um, so that was, you know, really good to see. Um, and it, it does, it does feel good. You come out of a practice and you're like, all right, we've thrown this many balls and, mm-hmm. you know, might've had some drops here and there, but it didn't get into the other team's hands. We ran the ball this many times and it didn't get put on the ground. So I think, just and we do a lot of uh, ball security and and recognition stuff to kind of cut down on that. So you know you get into a game, you you're already trained to you know double when you're in trouble. Just little little things like that, and um, you know it, it. Like I said, it, it gets preached to us on a daily basis because it is something that Coach Beamer wanted to you know cut down on and eliminate. Um, you know, not only for this season but going mm-hmm. forward because. That's what wins and loses games. You know, you you look at the margin of or the turnover margin, um, 
and there's a, a big calculation thing you can look at for, I guess, college and, and NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, if you don't turn the ball over, you usually win the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, when if you look back at all of our games past couple years, you know, we don't we have less turnovers than the opposing team or we have we've taken away more than the other team has. We usually win the game. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, is, is constantly a reminder for us that uh, the ball is king and, you know, we're, we're not going to let it get into the other team's hands. I think especially, Luke, when, you, when you're playing in so many games in the SEC that are just in the balance. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, no there's no, uh, you know, neither team has really taken control. It's just, yeah. I mean, it probably comes down to 10 plays or, or no less it sometimes. Does. And does. Uh, if, if within those 10 plays you've turned the ball over, Three times and mm-hmm. forced one. I mean, I don't know the it odds usually, or percentages. Yeah, it, it, it usually it usually goes the other team's way if you've got yeah. Say you know, you know we have more turnover. We have turned the ball over more than the opposing team. Mm-hmm. Probably you know advantage probably to the other team. Now yeah. there are some situations where you know we have had more turnovers and we still win, but the margin of error is very very low when it when it gets down to that. And you're so right. It it comes down to about. 10 to 15 plays if, you know, no one's taking full control. Um, and that's when protecting the ball and, you know, not not giving it, just willy-nilly giving it to the other team, I think that's where it comes into play. Because it's one thing, you know, in practice you turn the ball over and nothing, nothing really happens. But, mm-hmm. you know, you get in a game and it's, you know, it's win or lose. Um, and I, I, we've done a good job in, in practice of um, kind of emphasizing that. Like, you know, you turn the ball over, you got to stay after and, and do, you know, ball security drills or you got to run gassers just stuff mm-hmm. like that where it just kind of trains you like all right I, I know in in this situation I better not better not try to force something I, I better you know keep my wrists above my elbow so the ball doesn't get punched out um, just little things like that that might not seem like a lot but in the end and once we get you know into the heart of the season it's gonna gonna take us a long way and, and such a momentum <clears throat> shifter too for sure if you create one or you know the other side if you turn it over and then the other team you can just feel it in the stadium so certainly you can see why that's something coach beamer is preaching uh luke we're out of time man appreciate this as always man yes sir can we do it again at some point absolutely all right we'll do it again he is luke (laughs) doty south carolina redshirt junior we have confirmed (laughs) redshirt junior confirmed but, but with three years left so as always, we appreciate Luke taking the time. Uh, we enjoyed this uh, uh, latest sit-down on the Garnet Trust Hour on 107.5 The Game. Hang tight. We'll hit a commercial. We'll be back with myself and Chris Clark, Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Stay right there. <laughs>